Please note the information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not take into consideration your personal circumstances. If you need advice, please seek out a licensed financial professional. Hello, hello everyone. I'm Dora Pappas. And I'm Greg Fay. And today's episode is about buying versus renting. Oh, it's the age-old debate, isn't it? You know, you always hear about renting's just dead money. You're just paying off someone else's mortgage. I have to say that's how I feel. Well, today we're going to be looking at whether this is actually true. We'll discuss the pros and cons of buying and renting. So let's get started. To rent or to buy, the choice really comes down to a few considerations. You want to consider your income, your career plans, financial goals, and the lifestyle you really want to live. All these factors are going to make a difference as to whether or not it's better to rent or buy. Well, that's the big picture, Dora, but let's get down to the nitty gritty. Renting. What's the pros? I'd say the pros are flexibility. So you can sort of move if you want to. Uh, You can move in whenever you want to. You're not responsible for things like uh, the actual property. So yeah, there's. That, that's, uh, a, that's a big one for me. Not yeah. having to walk in and go, oh, no, I've got to fix this. Oh, I've got to fix that. <laughs> just go, oh, yeah, not my problem. You just ring that landlord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on over. You know, the dishwasher's broken. Oh, anything. Oven's Any, not working. Oh. oh, dear. There's a missing tile on the roof. Can yeah. you come over and fix it? Exactly. No, that's. that's <laughs> so, I'm, I'm that at my place. So is it the landlord that would be on speed dial or the agent? <laughs> Probably both. Yeah. I guess the other thing is too that if it's a reasonable size apartment or house, you can also sort of rent share in yeah, a sense. Yeah, do the old roomy thing and, and <laughs> share with, you know, your mates or, you know, or you might have another couple who you're good friends with. I actually um, rented a house with, with another couple when we got back from doing the backpacker thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, just rented a unit for six months before I moved back into my own property. But, Greg, I thought you said you'd never rented. Well, I never, I never signed a lease. Ah, okay, there's uh, a so difference. They, they, had, they had that place and we just sort of moved in there for a few months. Good know. friends, those friends. Well, it was actually my best mate and my wife's best mate. They'd hooked up for a little oh. while. But we won't go into that anymore. No. <laughs> I don't know what... To say about that, that seems like there's a bit of a story there, but uh, we will let that one go pass. And I guess the other really good thing is you're not paying a mortgage. You might be paying rent, but you don't have that big um, financial commitment that a mortgage. No, that burden of debt that uh, a mortgage gives you. Yeah, it is a burden, isn't it? Okay, so what about the cons? The cons, you're not having a mortgage. You know, you're not, (laughs) your mortgage is like a forced saving. Every week you've got to put away a certain amount of money. If you're lucky enough, you can pay off a bit more, which is, you know, money in your pocket really because you're not paying interest on it. So, yeah, that's that's a, a downside. And you're also, when you own your own property, you're hopefully getting some capital gain on it, which is building wealth. I guess you're also limited with what you can do with the space. I mean, you can't paint it unless you get permission. and Not you even, know. you can't even put holes in the wall, hang pictures and in no, some cases, yeah. Those 3M hooks, I absolutely love <laughs> the those. Stick on oh, the I love them. <laughs> I have a bunch of them, even for home, and I'm a homeowner. But anyway, you're also at the mercy of your landlord, in a sense. Like, what happens if he decides to sell before you're ready to move on? Yeah, yeah. Or say you have a pet and, um, you know, a fence needs repairing or something like that. What if the landlord doesn't really want to actually spend the money on a new fence? It's it's good enough, it's, but yeah, not good enough to keep the, your dog in. Yeah, sort it passes of. the test. Of, yes. Yeah, right. 
Exactly. So that's another consideration. And I think also rent's a big one because at the end of your lease, um, what happens if your landlord actually wants to raise the rent? And yeah. fair enough if, you know, he feels he has a case for it. Yeah. But you just may not afford, be able to afford it. That also means you have to pack up, go again. Move, There's look moving. for another place. Exactly. You don't know what you're going to find, how expensive it's going to be. Um, there's all those moving costs unless you're prepared to put it all in your car Get and that. off you go yeah. or call on your mates. Hire the truck. What would you do? Oh, I'd hire the truck, I think. Yeah, I've always thought about that, but I don't think I'd uh, actually be able to manage it. No. Yeah, I'd have I'll, to ask my son to come over I'll come and give over, me a I'll hand. Give, I'll give you a hand. Will I, you do that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot I'm not renting. <laughs> if I was renting you, <laughs> I'd call you. I know, I know. When I sell my house, I'll call you. Go no on, removalist go necessary. And rent, go renting just in case. <laughs> just so that you can move me in and move yeah, me out. Yeah, I, <laughs> I guess well, they're, they're some of the main ones. Can you think of anything else? No, not off the top of my head. Let's move on to buying. This is something we're a little bit more uh, on top Familiar? of. Yes. yes. Pros. I think uh, for me it's the stability and the security that it gives me. I know it's my own place. Um, no one can. No one can turf you out. No one can turf me out. I know that I'm perhaps over time, if not immediately, building um, wealth. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I think they're the big ones for me. I just feel that. This is mine and I can do with it as I will. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's a big thing, especially for a lot of people, just that grounding, uh, you know, that sense of home and, and, yeah. a, and a place to call your own. Um, I think another thing that um, if you're a first-home buyer, of course, there's things like um, government schemes you can take advantage of that can help you um, in your quest to buy a house as well. Oh, yeah, so, you know, why not if it's there for you? It's like yeah, someone you handing well, you free money. You might as well take it up. Yeah. That's right. Um, and again, another thing too, you can also rent out rooms if you want to and actually help pay the mortgage as well. So okay. you can have, I, I know some people, if they meet the criteria, even rent rooms out to overseas students and that helps them too. Yeah. I know a guy's uh, old man had an affair with one of them, broke up the marriage. <laughs> know what to say. You have me in stitches most times. I don't know how to segue out of that. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Okay. And I guess. Get serious. Okay. And back on topic. Yes. Another one of which we're very big fans of and keep us employed is doing it yourself. You can do whatever you want with the property. You can. You want to change something. You want to paint a wall Purple, go for it. Do do your worst. I keep telling people not to paint walls purple, but I have I to know, say I do do things not purple. But I'm a little bit more restrained. But, but they've I got do the op they've got the option for it. That's that's what we're trying to get on. Yeah. So if they want a Balinese exterior, they can do that. Go for it. No problem whatsoever. Yeah. I guess let's talk about some of the cons. Tell me what you think the cons. The are. cons are from I mean, speaking from experience, maintenance. I. I and just that ongoing, you know, I was, I was sitting there last night looking up at the paint peeling off the ceiling going, oh, God, I've, you know, got to get up one day. I've been saying that for 17 years, <laughs> honestly. But, um, yeah, just that just You that wouldn't last in my household. Oh. Sorry, 17 years. <laughs> if well, I was no, your I've, wife, I'd be calling a tradie. I know. I've been very lucky. 
Maybe it's time to speak to someone with a little more wisdom than us. We're going to talk with Sally Ann Lawler of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate to get her top tips on whether you should rent or whether you should buy. Sally Ann, hello and welcome. Hello, and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm very excited to be talking to you. We're really thrilled to have you with us. Everyone knows that owning your own home is is the Australian dream, but reality is a lot of people uh, rent. Depending on, you know, the stage of life and their situation, there's a case for both. Would you agree? Yes, look, I would agree, but having grown up on a farm, owning my own property and land, and that has always been super important to me. And, you know, there's so many instances where people start early. When I was at university, there was a guy who um, got – he actually won a small amount of lotto years ago, obviously. It was $6,000. And he, with, uh, he bought a house and then he rented all the rooms out to all these other students. It was so well. He then bought another house. And by the time he finished his degree, he had two properties. So, I, you know, I think there's lots of ways that you could do it that work for you. But, Sally-Ann, it is really hard to save when you're renting, isn't it? Look, I think it's very hard. My, both my brother and sister actually had property before me because I was, I don't know, I'd like to go away for the weekend. I like good wine. I buy too much on the outnet. It was no different when I, you know, worth saving. But I just knuckled down and I packed my lunch. I, you know, I didn't go out as much. I actually got some help and I got a budget because, you know, I didn't even know what that word meant. I just don't think I could spell it. <laughs> and, you know, there were times when I was really, you know, struggling. You know, I couldn't decide whether to buy tampons or chocolate, you know. <laughs> but you just have to do it. I mean, it's it sounds like a joke, but it's true. It's very, very hard. And I really do sympathize with people who haven't bought yet because getting into the market is the hardest part. But it, it is really hard. It was no different when I bought my first time than it is now. You know, it, It's really hard work. But I, for me, it's always been worth it. So what are the limitations of renting? I think when you're young, and I did rent a lot, and it was lots of fun. I also, my first property, um, I rented rooms out. So that's another thing we can talk about another day. But when you're young, you don't really mind about the insecurity. But once you get a bit older, no matter what, the landlord is in charge. And if they decide to sell, sure, you've got the ability to leave immediately, but then you've got to uproot yourself and you've got to move. And if you've got a family, that can be really, you know, it can be really distressing. And not just that, it's very costly. Mm. To move a house these days is thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm. You're talking about furniture removals and things like that. Exactly. I've got a friend who lives in Canberra Mm. and they are actually, uh, they totally believe in renting. Mind you, they own investment properties, but they (laughs) buy cheap furniture, Ikea furniture. They never keep anything that's that's theirs and they just get rid of it. So they never move anything. They don't have anything that's specifically their, you know, favourite coffee table or their favourite whatever. So you're talking about their rental properties or the their no, renters? No, so they rent. They rent, right. Themselves, right. And then they buy all these rentals. So, you know, every you know, people have different ideas. But the other thing that's now happened, they've got two small children mm-hmm. and the children are both about to, one's about to start school, Vespa. And so they've decided because they've got children, they want the family dream, they want their own home. Because they don't want to be moved around, they don't want to be at somebody else's whim where they have to move. So the really downsides, I think, for me for renting is that you're not in control. You know, you make it your home, but the bottom line is someone can say, I'm selling. 
Yeah. I'd be a useless renter because Mm. when I lock into a home, I'm there, you know, generally my pattern is, you know, about 13 to 15 years because it's just such a hassle. I think of all my magazines and people who know me know that I have libraries of magazines and books. Mine's my shoes. Oh, you, you should see Dora's desk. It's covered. It's literally, it's literally covered in magazines. You see my wardrobe. <laughs> I think I'd rather see your wardrobe than my desk any day. I'd love to see your shoe <laughs> shoe collection. <laughs> well, talking about the the drawbacks of renting, but Sally Ann, what are the, what are the the benefits? It's got to be a plus side to it as well. Look, there are, and we have a property management business, and we've got some fantastic tenants. And, you know, there are some plus sides. You can live somewhere that you can't afford to buy in. That's a really, really big one. The second thing is, you know, you are also free to do whatever you like. You know, you can come and go pretty easily with, you know, you're locked into your lease, but it's a lot easier than, as we all know, being locked into a mortgage. Yeah. And I guess, so, you know, that's an upside. I guess as well, um, you, you don't have to worry about. You know, the, if the gutter's leaking or something, you think, oh, God, I've got to fix Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like I, I had a problem recently and, in fact, I had possums in my bedroom. And that's probably not, I, but I had possums in my bedroom two days ago. Stop skiting. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I had to worry about that. I had to get the possum person in. I had to do all these things. But if it was a rental, they'd have picked up the phone and said, me, you know, and I would, mm. we would have to fix it. So, yeah, the, the maintenance is, is, a, is a negative um, when you own a home. Um, and a positive when you're renting because you just don't do anything. You just enjoy coming home to your, you know, to your thing. So you just ring the property manager when something goes That's wrong exactly. and you just say, excuse me, the dishwasher's not working or... Or I had a possum in my bedroom last night. <laughs> 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 oh, Fortunately, me. guys, the wardrobes were closed so it didn't get anywhere near my shoes. <laughs> do, hey, do you think possums nibble on... Shoes like dogs do? I don't know, but they have because I was chasing it around with the broom at two and two thirty in the morning. Um, <laughs> when you but said they you had have a... really sharp claws <gasps> and they have really little, big sharp teeth, so I'm quite sure they can do that. So, Whether they would bother, I, I don't know. So tell me, how did you get it out of the bedroom? <laughs> 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 There's a story here okay, I can tell. I'm going that I grew up on a farm. So okay. I'm really oh, I'm waiting so for this. I actually opened all the windows in the bedroom and, you know, it's a great, my, my bedroom's ground floor. Yep. So I opened all the um, windows. One, there ended up being a family of possums. There ended up being two because I did think when I was chasing it, it was really quick because like, I'd look and it was under the, <laughs> go under the bed and then I, I'd look over and, and it was on the other side of the room and I was sort of thinking, Oh my God, I'm not that slow. <laughs> so, anyway, one I did manage to throw a blanket over it and threw it out the window. Oh, gosh. And the other one, I actually took it outside. And the other one, I just, I, I was too tired. I just opened all the windows, shut the door, made sure that there was no gap under my door, made sure everything was covered, covered my bed. So, you know, because I just in case it was going to jump on my bed and do bad things, <laughs> covered my bed with an old sheet and went and slept in the other room. <laughs> and then when I woke up in the morning, it was gone. <laughs> we then got the possum guy in and he said, no, they're gone. I don't know what to say. Really? That is the best story I've heard in a while. I've, not, I've actually had a possum in my bedroom about a year ago. Woke up, you know, three in the morning or something and, <laughs> and my wife thought it was the dog, but it was a, a possum had crawled through. Because you can hear them scratching, yeah. Yeah, it scared the life out of me. I 
jumped up stark naked running around <laughs> trying to get rid of this possum. Oh, yeah, I think you scared the possum. I think, I, yeah, I think that's what got rid of it. But we, need, we know how your possum left. Mine, I was dressed. I have his off. Thank you, Peter Alexander. Uh. Well, thanks so much for that, Sally Ann. I mean, apart from the info on renting and, or buying, uh, the possum story was certainly worth hearing. <laughs> Ring me weekly. There's something always bizarre happens. I don't know. I seem to attract bizarreness. I'm happy to speak to you weekly if you can come up with stories <laughs> like that. I can tell you that just made my day. Anyway, thanks so much, Sally Ann. And now before you go, just tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you. Look, I'm pretty easy to get in touch with. I always answer my phone unless it's past nine thirty in the evening because I like to go to bed early. Um O four three nine double nine eight Double five three, or you can email me on sa.mossman at bhgre.com.au. Well, Dora, apart from the great tips on getting rid of possums out of your bedroom, there was certainly some good info there on on renting the buying. I still like to buy, but uh, I guess depending on what stage in your life you are, renting sort of makes sense. Yeah, no, it's it's that. I think the the home the security thing is a big thing for a lot of people, especially women with when they have children and yeah. so on. Big big thing for me. I was really fascinated by the um, couple who rent their homes and buy new furniture every time, every time they, they move. <laughs> what do they do with the other stuff? I don't know. <laughs> Just put it out on the um, street. What, I, I mean, what happens? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, next we're going to be talking to author and money guru Noel Whitaker. We'd like to welcome Noel Whitaker, the financial wizard of Oz, to the show. Noel is a personal finance and investment expert, an international best-selling author, I know because I've got two of his books, a newspaper columnist, professor, and so much more. Noel, thank you so much for taking the time today to join us. Thanks, Dora. It's great to be here with you. Today, we're going to talk about the right choice between renting and buying. Financial considerations are a really huge part of the decision-making process. So what do you think about the idea that renting is dead money? Is it dead money? It's not dead money. In most cases, it's cheaper to rent than to buy. For example, a house in my area was on the market for $2 million, mm-hmm. couldn't sell it, was then offered for rent at $1,000 a week. Now, why would you spend $2 million, pay 60000 stamp duty, when you get occupy for a thousand a week. But the trouble is that most people who, who do rent don't invest the money they save. Ah. So if you're very canny yes. and find a cheap place to rent and invest your savings in the stock market, you could be better off. Could be better off. I'm not saying definitely, possibly. So from a financial perspective, what's your advice to people who are in the midst of deciding whether to rent or buy? Well, I think you need to think about long-term goals. Mm -hmm. Your first thing to do would be to make sure you're not spending more than you earn, earn, Mm -hmm. so get rid of the credit card. Right. My first advice, get rid of the credit card because almost nobody, almost everybody overspends on a credit card. Yes. And have a debit card. Yes. Then you can't get. Yeah, More you, money out than you actually you can't have. overspend. Yeah, yeah. So once you've got your finance under under control, then then you do a budget, mm-hmm. work out how much you could afford in house repayments. Yes, 
And then you go to my website and you'll see a, a calculator there which lets you know what loan that would buy at a certain rate. Yes. And then see if a house you want to buy is in that price range. Now, if all you can afford is a $200,000 house, maybe you wait for a while. Mm-hmm. So that you, first of all, will work out how much you can pay. Yep. And then work out if a house you like is in that price bracket. Okay, that's pretty simple. Yeah, then I suggest you go to a mortgage broker. Yes. Because, see, these days the banks take into account Uber Eats and gym gym fees and Netflix fees and things. You may need to tidy yourself up. How long uh, before you visit, say, your mortgage broker or even your bank um, should you be tidying yourself up? Because you're right, they do take into account your yes. lifestyle spend, don't they? And they, they? probably take about, about six months to tidy up. Yes. Look, it doesn't cost anything to have a talk. No. And I think the, the first thing is to know where you're going. Say, okay, yep. yes, yes, I'd like to buy a house. Yep. Uh, I've, I've looked at Noel's calculator. I reckon I can borrow 400 grand. I reckon we can save 100. That's, that's half a mil. Yep. Is that possible? So if someone I would also, if I say something here too. Yes. You may say, well, I can't afford it almost, but I could rent where I am and buy it as an investment property. Yes. And get the negative gearing. Yes. Which isn't worth much now with the low rates. And then go and stay home with mum and dad for a year. <laughs> save la- some more. You know why I'm laughing? Because my daughter did that. She well, nothing with wrong me. with that. No, it was great. I was able to help her. And, yeah, that's, I think yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, the bank of mum and dad, that's great. Yeah. Well, the trouble is she's bought now, but no, she's bought an apartment. But it does well, have a look, courtyard. It's, it, it, it's a good first step. Yes, and that's what it was for But her. some friends of my daughter's recently bought the apartment. Then she got pregnant. Oh. Then it didn't work for them. Then they sold it and lost 40 grand. Oh, that's This sad. is the trouble, you see. Yes. And that's when it would have been a lot better to rent than buy. For them. For them. Yeah. But if, if you've got a long-term goal, it can actually yep. be beneficial. You'll actually reap some rewards. Look, I think for most people, the easy mm-hmm. way to get ahead is to get a house mm-hmm. in your price bracket. And, and a house is about location. Yes. You know, they talk about location, location, uh, location. That's what holds the value. Yes. And then get your mortgage under control and then think about buying shares. And I think that's the nice, easy thing for people. So is it worthwhile owning um, just one property because that's your tax-free asset, or so they call it, or should you sort of move into the investment field if you want to, or do, as you said just now, buy your house and then move into the share portfolio? Okay, there are some people who would never buy a share. Yes. I know some wealthy, high-profile people. I'm not touching those shares. I bought some once and got burnt. I'm not going to touch them. I'm not so high profile, but I definitely fall into that category. Okay, okay. Well, definitely fall you're into Greek, that. Yes, Greeks, Italians. We like, like our property. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, you like the control of it. I, yeah. I, I want to control it. Yeah, right? that's got a price. Yes. Uh, so it's horses for courses, but long-term shares normally do better than property. Oh, okay. The thing about shares is, if you retire with a million dollars in property. Yes. And I retire with a million dollars in shares. If I want $10,000, ring the broker, I've got it in four days. 
You can't okay. sell the back steps. You've got to sell the entire property, put it on the market, pay all the marketing costs. Pay the, the agent. Ca- and the capital gains tax <gasps> as well. Get okay. your money out, you see. So people need both. Okay. And there's okay. no reason why you couldn't have all the property you want outside super. Yes. Inside super, have, have, all, have all your shares inside super. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so basically that leads me to the next question, um, which is what about renters? How can their finances benefit from renting? Well, it's very, very difficult to save and rent, you know, on the average wage. Yes. That's why I like the bank of mum and dad, but that may not be possible. Well, if you're um, sort of in your 40s at some point, you can't go I will. and live well, with mum and dad. Well, mum and dad might be 80, but <laughs> well, you might get a legacy coming. <laughs> Just going back to that rental yes. um, question, yes. so how would renters actually benefit from renting? How would their finances actually benefit? Well, there's no rates, there's no insurance, right. there's no land tax. You know, and if you've got a property, you've got to allow three or $4,000 a year Yes. For ongoing cost of a property. Yep. Plus you've got to buy a property is probably, I don't know, depends on the price, maybe $10,000 in stamp duty. Mm-hmm. You know, property's got big incoming costs. Yes. It's got big outcoming costs. And if you get a dodge, you're in trouble. I suppose renters could sort of, if they, they were uh, disciplined enough mm-hmm. and they had enough of a salary, they mm-hmm. could actually have a savings plan. Of course they could. Of course so, they could. So how could they build? Because there won't well, be lots of money left over unless they Well, it depends know. on the renter. Yeah. But also they may share. Uh-huh. Because I say in, in my book, apart from, apart from getting rid of the credit card, you need a buddy. That's my two major things. You need a buddy. So is your buddy, whether you're renting or buying, you need a buddy? Everyone needs a buddy, parents, child, workmate. Mm-hmm. Friend, anybody who shares your values and has the same goals. And can share your expenses. And Well, not not necessarily so. I mean, what you could say is, right, all right, um, I want to save, save, well, maybe you're in a one bedroom bedroom and you can't share. Yes. But you share thoughts and experiences. Well, I found this, I found that. Right. I I found a way. There's a website called, called Simple Saving. Yes. 27,000 ways to save money. Oh, yeah. Wow. You'll be amazed what's in there. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go and look it up. There you go. (laughs) You've taught me something today. You've taught me a few things today. Oh, yeah, sure, 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 sure. But but I think once you focus on the goal, it'll come. It'll come naturally. Yes. Yes, because if you've got no goal, you'll spend. Yes. Who cares? I'll just spend it. And a great app is called Raise, R-A-I-Z. Are you listening to this, everybody? Are you taking notes? It, it was it, it was called Acorns once. It's yes. Now, now it's called Raise, R-A-I-Z. R-A-I-Z, yes. And you can have automatic uh, savings savings to it. Mm-hmm. Every time I buy, a, I buy a cup of coffee, it takes the 30 or 40 cents on the Raise account. It just keeps taking money off you and investing it for you. Oh, I like that. And the and the and the apps on your phones, you can see it. So it's a bit of a bit like sit and forget. You're exactly. making money without even realizing yes. you're making money. Sure. Oh, but, I like that. But once it grows, yes, we'll see. Oh, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. 
See, in, in the old days, you'd come home and get the coins out of your pocket and throw them in a, in a, a jar on the fridge. Yes. Six months later, this would be, I don't know, a thousand bucks in there and you, and you would pay that off your housing loan. People don't have coins anymore. No. So it goes into raise. I like this idea. I think I'll be up for a raise. R-A-A-Z. I think that's brilliant. Have a raise, Dora. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, thank you so much for joining us, Noel. Um, Before we go, though, really want to know about the new books that you've got out. They're fairly recent, aren't they? Brand new. Brand new. At 87, I wrote Making Money Made Simple. Yes. It sold 2 million copies in South Africa, New Zealand, the UK and Asia. I'm not surprised. Yes. One in six households had one. But 30 years later, it's out of date. Yes. So this is the brand new hotted up version with things like all about prenups and sexually transmitted debt (laughs) and afterpay. There's a whole thing in the book on that. There's a 13-step process to, to become wealthy. We talk about index funds. Yes. We talk about raise and all sorts of things. We talk about buying and renting, all these topics. Guess what? I'm burying my face in this afternoon. Good. I, I just gave you a copy. You did? It did, I know. That's right. And I'm going to be burying my face in it and I'm going to learn a lot. Good. And I'm going to be making money and next time I see you, I'm going to say, hey, I did everything that you said or nearly everything. Good. Where can listeners learn more about you and Go to my tell website, us about your website? NoelWhittaker.com.au. It's got nice some and fantastic simple. calculators. Thank you very, very much. I think I've learnt heaps today and I think so have our listeners. Thanks, Dora. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Better Real Estate. And Dora, thank you. And thank you, Greg. And if you're enjoying listening to our show, please do us a favour and rate, review and subscribe. This will make it easier for other property lovers to find us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.